0: The adult beverages are poor. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor and I have a six year old and a four year old. And I'm Jeff. I have an eleven year old and an eight-year-old. Dad pun. Ooh. No I'm gonna to try to hide it. <laughs> You're just coming out with it? That's it? Yeah, just just gonna come out with it here. So no th- fun. I'm giving you a week off. It's, okay. All right. It's March break. Okay. That's right. <laughs> cleaning up the house. We had to go through a bunch of clothes, had to go through a bunch of toys, had to go just through the house. It's time to do some spring cleaning. Let's get rid of like half of all this stuff, right? Throwing stuff out, throwing stuff out, putting it into bags, doing donations, everything out and open up the one, open up the one bag. I'm looking inside and it's like, son, what are you doing? You've just thrown out a bunch of clocks and watches. Like, this is ridiculous. Why'd you throw things out? This is such a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) It is better when I don't tell you in advance. It is better (laughs) when
1: you don't tell me (laughs) because I think it, it makes it more ridiculous. And then I would be along for that ride, right? I'd be like, oh, he's doing some spring cleaning. That's great.
0: All right, so we've learned our lesson. If I tell you up front, it's not nearly right. half the half the joy is making you upset. Basically, <laughs> That's with That's with dad it. puns. That's right off the hop, uh, I guess this is this podcast is slowly turning into Trevor's medical woes. Seems like so. It. <laughs> it's with my entire family, so <laughs> we'll get into. it. Let me set up the scene. Uh, up here in Canada, it is coming up a March break. Kids are out of school the entire week, so we decide. Okay, my. Folks up north, they have good internet. I can work from there. Uh, let's head up there. Let's go to see my parents. We'll do some sugar bush, get some maple syrup, like hang out with the other siblings. This will be great. It's so Canadian. They uh, yeah. Play some hockey, eh? <laughs> you know, this is like... <laughs> anyways, pack, pack everything up, everything into the car. Perfectly done. We take the five-hour trip, Ooh. and we actually stay with friends at about two hours away from my parents. So we kind of break up the trip, get to see some really good friends. Yeah. This will be wonderful. Kids are just like stomping around as kids do, like kids and a sleepover. Oh, yeah. Love that energy. It's yeah. so not- It's just bouncing off the walls. They're going crazy. They're staying up way too late. Yeah. But you got to let it roll, right? Yeah. Kid comes to bed and it's like, oh, um, you uh, son, you feel a little bit warm. Oh, no. That's a uh, feel- little, little temperature you got in there, buddy. <laughs> we... We take his temperature. He is 0.1 over of having a fever. So let's say it's like okay. 38 is having a fever. Yeah. He's like 38.1. Okay. He's like just right there.
1: Mild. All right. Yeah.
0: Now we go to sleep and we're like, you know, like he is, it is super late. He's been bouncing off the walls. Yeah. It's been a long day. Let's just all get to sleep. See what happens. Wakes up, wakes up. Same thing. Like he's just, just inching past this line. And we're about to go see my parents, like my somewhat more elderly parents. Yeah. Oh no, fever. <laughs> we should look into this. Uh oh, yeah. And he and doesn't he test positive <laughs> oh, <no>. for COVID. <laughs> oh no. So March uh. break so we have this entire March break. We have a family gathering planned at the end of the week. And we're at the beginning of the first week of March break. We've traveled five hours in the car down to see our poor friends. Now fortunately, the these friends were all triple vaxxed and they also ha- actually had COVID a month prior. Okay, so they are completely like <laughs> jammed up with as much
1: yeah as much antibodies as you can make. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they and they they entirely dodged it. uh We've we been checking with them all week, and they're like they skipped a bullet. They didn't get anything. Think. Okay, so because I would have even weighed heavier. Yeah, like this is the entire trip. Everything everything is packed in the car. We are ready. We are set and loaded for an entire week of family fun. And we are two hours away from the destination. Sun catches, a smidgen of fever, and next thing you know, it's just great. I was like, it's all, all bets are off. That's just your side quest happening, right?
1: Yeah, the main oh. quest. And you're like, I'm gonna go over here and collect some acorns for this quest <laughs> for five hours before okay. I get back.
0: so so welcome to march break of covid yeah i guess so so five hours back time to drive like we're not going to the parents and again like we felt horrific about exposing our friends which again thankfully they dodged a bullet it was great came back okay let's get kids kind of like taken care of hydrated like yeah now they're they're not showing anything like even with this like slight fever this kid is at still operating at 110 percent. okay now that night my wife starts feeling a little bit ill Oh, no. Here it comes. starts being a little bit achy. <laughs> Next day, falls off a cliff, oh, just no. like bulldozed with this thing. Poor thing. Now, it's, thus far, I'm feeling fine. Kids are doing just like bang. The kids are having, again, time of their life, 110%. Yeah, as so is. we're making do. I'm taking them for walks. We're not going anywhere, of course, because we're full exposure. <laughs> Next day, Trevor gets to the end. <laughs> Trevor's turn. <laughs> Trevor's your turn. turn again. It's, it's like, your turn. So of course... And I'm off a cliff. Now, that timing worked out fairly well because my, my wife started to be on the mend. And then yeah. and then I got absolutely bulldozed, so we're able to, like, manage it. But let me tell you this. Like, we we found our local uh, babysitter uh, named Xbox. Oh, how are they doing? <laughs> and babysitter Xbox was doing great. That, <laughs> yeah. that thing took care of our kids so much this week. <laughs> and it's as much like I would want to feel guilty because it's just heart of hearts. I can't stand my kids being in front of screens that much. Right. But I have the plague, Jeff. I mean... <laughs> like, like we are we are holding on by threads. Like, again, sorry, and I should preface it. We're fine. Everybody's, like, passed through this okay. It was, uh, thankfully, just a bad... Because of our, our shots and our boosters and everything else, like, it treated us like a bad flu. Yeah. So okay. very thankful for that, of course. I don't want to be too glib about it. Yeah. But it still was an awful flu, and we are just, like, bulldozed. And even if we want to, I can't bring anybody else in. Even the right. theoretical, like, grandma save can't happen because our house is plagued. Like, I got the big red X on my door. Nobody can come over. (laughs) So it's just like, guess what, kids? Dream come true. You're going to play as much games as you want, because I can't move. Congratulations.
1: I mean, yeah, you're just in survival mode at that point. (laughs) Whatever can get us through this, and you not have to deal with anything more on top of, you know, a worldwide plague, then uh, I think that's an an okay thing to do.
0: I'll be be honest. I'm so thankful to have it. I was, I was talking to my mom, and she said, you're lucky you had it. I would have loved to have that. Because yeah. she recounted past times where whenever one of us kids, there was four of us, whenever one of us got sick, inevitably yeah. almost all of us got sick. Right. And she said, you know, we didn't even have cable, but so she'd be praying to the antenna gods that something <laughs> decent would be on TV <laughs> for the course of the day because you plop down in front and you just put away the hours. Like, I don't know if it's been... Have you had any similar thing with sickness or just even vacation days where your kids are off and you're not? I don't know if you've had kind of the same guilty type of experience. I mean, you
1: mentioned March break and the kids are off. We're not off as parents and you're dealing (laughs) through (laughs) the plague. And just over here, we're just dealing through exhaustion. It's just, we had to go to work every day and then the kids are bouncing all day here and it was raining for a few days there and they wouldn't go outside. So they got they got screen they got screen cuz we were we were just not uh we didn't provide any alternative to help them through anything it was just like no no you know babysitter xbox playstation whatever switch go do it and uh we'll see you when it's supper time <laughs> like just
0: yeah sure. Make sure enjoy you enjoy this is this is it this is a holiday this is christmas and your birthday wrapped up into one you get to, as much screen as you want Yes, yeah. crank it so, said, I said, I'm, honestly, I'm thankful for it because it worked as such a great distraction for them while we were on the mend. Yeah. So, anyways, we, we passed through it. We're all happy and healthy. Things have gone well, but just the timing was so painful. Like, we were just right there, like, so close to having, like, a nice family week and snatched from the jaws of victory. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. I mean, hopefully it worked out for you to, you know, rest in bed and maybe stream some games who knows i
0: don't I like your thought uh yeah. no but okay. uh, <laughs> i do i do like your optimism for that now i did want to call out the we had a hold on kind of bring it up here great call out from a fan of the show and friend of the show i should say damat from twitter who. Yes. We had discussed the our desire to play uh, some ta- start playing some tabletop games with our kids, or perhaps even some like battle card games, those type of thing. I had voiced a concern, which even as I was voicing it, I it appreciated that it was sort of old fashioned or somewhat yeah. not, not toxic, but not not in the right headspace to be thinking of that. These games t- can can lead to antisocial behavior, and I was concerned about introducing them to it. And the very. Very eloquently, and that's at scc underscore da underscore mats. Writes back to us regarding the concerns about introducing the boys to a hobby slash game that might cause antisocial behavior. In recent years, TTRPG has really hit the mainstream, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. My local hobby shop does a DD summer camp for kids now. That Ooh, sounds pretty. That's pretty yeah, I think cool. I think Demat is absolutely on point. I think the with. Proliferations of something like uh, Critical Role, which even has its own Amazon animated series now, which is that's yeah. actually quite good if you do have a chance to check it out. Um, the Adventure Zone, I, I think it's certainly feeling a resurgence and it kind of feels like we're in a, I think I think you'd agree, I think we're in a golden time for let people enjoy what they want to enjoy and don't box in any particular hobby with a label.
1: Right. Yeah, I think so. I think we've grown past, well, maybe not grown past a lot of it, but yeah, I think it's more, like you said, mainstream and we're bringing up our kids differently too. Like a lot of that stuff is already in their hand, hands. We understand it. I don't think our parents mm-hmm. understood it. And I think that was part of the problem too. But now that we can kind of guide them and go to like a D&D summer camp, that sounds amazing. <laughs> That's pretty I gotta, cool. I gotta look it up.
0: If your kid was into it and you can send them off and they get to do a campaign run by a good dungeon master and like even four buddies like slaying dragons as wizards and knights for an afternoon like that sounds pretty dope (laughs) that's pretty sweet
1: and creative right like there's a lot in there a lot of skills that they can learn so
0: Mm -hmm. and that might be something we look into because that definitely segues into what happened this week with yourself and myself like we we experimented with some tabletop games with both of our kids the so for myself i went through with the how to train your dragon uh, battle royale how is that uh, it's pretty it's pretty shallow um no, it's pretty okay. quick like you can get through it pretty quickly and i think it's it's funny because like the if if you were smart enough if you got four adults playing this yeah. i think it'd be some, it'd be fairly harrowing trying to win there'd be so much jockeying for position and good dice roll. That what i really like is there is the dice roll elements to it Okay, yep. Where in order you can get you land on certain squares you have to have a spell uh to break boulders you have to get you roll d d20 to get past 5. To cast a spell you have the spells say okay you have to roll above a 5 or a 10. So there's kind of difficulties of spells. Yeah. And yeah. then and to battle each other you have cards that are kind of a rock paper scissors scissors to see who gets advantage, who gets like the bigger die and then you're rolling against each other in a straight up battle. So it's kind of introducing oh. These interesting parts of chance. So there's no story to it. It's really just choose a dragon. Each dragon has slightly different stats. They're, they're kind of unnecessary. And uh, some honestly, there's two that are actually just quite literally underpowered. You should never choose. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs> and then the numbers like one like one of them gets like you can move four spaces and contain three things. The other one's like you can move four spaces and hold two things. Right. And like that, that's just objectively worse. Like there's no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just. Some... Doesn't work. You know, there's one that has like you can move five spaces, but then you can hold one thing, and you're like, okay, there's the trade-off. That's yeah. how you want to play. So yeah. run around. Yeah, I'm not gonna think about it too much. <laughs> it was great. Like he want he wanted to do a couple rounds. The first round, I didn't have any spells, just because it was a, it's a whole other layer to introduce him to. So instead, it kind of just kept it really lean. Um, he's cackling, he's laughing. Actually, my other son was just on my team, and he's helping me make decisions oh, about what good. we do. Yeah. Do you want to go this way? Do you want to? Do a spell? Do you want to attack? Right. And it was great. We did a couple rounds. It was fantastic. I hope we, I hope we'll continue with it. I think it's a nice one to have on the shelf and kind of gets into the world of it. Okay. Now that's fairly shallow. It <laughs> seems like you went very much in the opposite end and just <laughs> climbed up the ladder to the 20 foot diving board and, <laughs> and dived <laughs> into the thousand foot pool. <laughs> yeah. Because I believe you went with Gloomhaven.
1: Yes. So this is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. And I will say that specifically because the original Gloomhaven is a huge, huge in-depth RPG that is crazy. So this one is a little bit lighter. How did you
0: land on that? Was this a decision you made with your sons or or was your sons wanted to play... A tabletop, and you did the research.
1: Well, I did the research to nail, narrow it down. Um, okay. Dark Souls was in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe also Demet commented on that one. Uh, it was in the rotation. It was just the mechanics to that one because they're interested in it, right? And they helped me through the game. So I thought that would be a good transition, right? They mm-hmm. would know what they were doing to a point. But we ended up going with something a little cheaper. I think Dark Souls is like a hundred bucks. So, mm-hmm. like, this was 40. Forty-five, and it is a big game. Like there, are, it's it's not light on any of it. And I tweeted out some of the setups, and I think it's got like ten pages of just punch tokens. So just picture like almost eight and a half by letter um, tokens. You all punch out. You're ending up with like two hundred pieces, bunch of cards, enemy cards. Um, little statues of the enemies and the player characters. So it is a pretty big, like you get a lot for this, um, for your money. I would recommend it as just just the content involved is pretty crazy. It comes with like a scenario book and then like there's a world map that you are putting stickers on as you complete the scenarios. Like they don't exist. Mm-hmm. You have to physically put stickers on where you're going. So it's a, it's a cool setup, but there's a lot of pieces. And I was reading a lot of instruction booklets before we started <laughs> this thing up. And then I went to YouTube to, like... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What YouTube videos? Can I just make sure I'm reading this right? You know, like, because no one's there to really guide you to say, no, 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 that's wrong. And you could be playing the whole thing wrong to begin with. So YouTube, there's a lot of that to get us going. But...
0: This looks terrifying, man. Like, just, like...
1: (laughs) It does look daunting. Um, But once you get going, it's really good at... We're only on Scenario 3. There's 25 Mm. of those. But it really eases you in so it doesn't throw everything at you in scenario one it says leave all this stuff in the box we're going to go through this in this battle and then the next one okay. we're going to introduce some more things so it's really so, good at doing that but okay
0: so walk me through like I, i'm definitely curious like i'm, I'm telling you i'm D adjacent like i really <laughs> want to kind of step into these worlds so i'm very curious the you say scenario scenarios so are the three of you on a team are you kind of like the dungeon master running it like how is this rolling out like how, how are you and your sons playing this exactly so everybody yeah everyone's on a team you're a team of
1: well a group of people that have been tasked to find a missing blacksmith so the campaign is all set up from like you read out the the story as is like thus far and then mm-hmm. you go into the scenario which says oh by the way you ran across like a nest of vermlings and now you're looking at where this blacksmith has gone and you're finding these clues and then you go into the battle and then it'll give you another piece of the story. So we're all together. We had to choose a class to begin mm. with. So there's four classes and it's okay. like your standard, like there's a tank, there's a ranged, there's a
0: mind control person. <laughs> what was that What was that like with your kids? Is it, do they immediately have, do they think about it a lot or it's like, this guy looks the coolest. No, oh, I want him. That's basically it. Okay. This guy looks the coolest.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so they went with yeah whatever looked cool to them and that was their class so I had to kind of pick like all right we need a healer like <laughs> <laughs> womp womp so I guess I'll be that person Nerd. <laughs> so no it was it was good and they kind of like you're you're given like this little player card that acts as like you know how much like hit points and gold pieces and the items you have and all that stuff and you have to fill all that out and the name of your character so it kind of transferred from what they would watch me from video gaming into something like this. Not totally D&D because we're not making stuff up. So mm-hmm. it's a good guided experience, which I think I liked, at least just yeah. to get into. So
0: Okay. So, so what's been the... So they got into it. It sounds like you mentioned you're on three. So that yeah. would mean that you finished two. Was that in one sitting? Have they... Do your kids keep coming back to it and this looks like it's going to kind of take off in your household? Like what's... What what's kind of like the read on the scenario? Uh
1: yeah, so we did them in a couple sittings. I think every day when they were off March break, they they would ask to play.
0: Of course I'd be at work nice. and it'd be the hour. Oh, that's it. <laughs> isn't that the greatest feeling though? It's yeah. Like, all right, I'm plopping down forty bucks on a game. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Can we play it? Like, yes.
1: Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> it works. It It
0: was an investment. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I could run through it
1: myself. I'm like, all right, guys, I'll play by myself. Um, No, they're really excited to play it. Um, It does take a, because they're kids, it's just kind of hard to have them not touch stuff because they want to go and touch everything on the board and look at things. I'm like, no, no, you can't. Like, there's literally cards that say you can't look at this card until you... Do this thing, right? Because it's like a secret. It'll change the game, and they mm-hmm. want to look through all that stuff. I'm like, no,
0: no, no. Yep. So, I will say, I I had that exact pain, and mine's worse too, because I had a four year old. Oh yeah. And they just they want to flip cards, and he just wants to roll dice randomly. Yeah. Because of course you want to roll dice. It's like we The one time he threw the dice in the other room, like I was like, what are you doing? Go get. What are you supposed
1: to like? So it's like they just keep.
0: It, there's the exuberance to touch all these cool looking things which yeah. is absolutely understandable but yeah. it was one of my worries in getting this especially with the younger one where right. are they going to be able to respect the board in that you can't flip that you can't touch that you can't move it because it's all part of it and i hate that many restrictions with younger ones sounds so it sounds like you fought with it but i think because of your <laughs> kids being older you could probably overcome it a bit easier
1: yeah it was it was a little bit easier to say hey don't <laughs> don't touch that like just <laughs> that leave it alone <laughs> um yeah, but I think it. <laughs> it was more from like a place of excitement like they wanted mm-hmm. to see what was next okay. so that was a good thing it was just like no, no no let's not let's not ruin the surprise let's go through this together so uh yeah I will totally recommend it for anybody with a little bit older kids um and that doesn't mind sitting down with them and guiding
0: them through. Um, so what's your okay let me give you this one then so I mean we obviously this, this is an entire thing about video games right uh, but I don't think that precludes us from enjoying the tactile enjoying the physicality of yeah. you know these real world sit together at the table type of experiences um, which by the way you got to tell me about your two kids locked in different rooms on voice chat that was fantastic <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec but the, yeah <laughs> but like, what was your, was it a sense of uh, excitement? Like, a, was it a joyous experience for you to have them at the table engaged and the three of you in a tactile world? Was it just a different extension of the same thing? Like, w- when you're thinking about that activity, this offline activity, yeah, was it kind of everything you would hope, hoped it would be in, like, when we kind of just start to talk about this? Or, w- like, where do you having some time with it now, like where do you land on this as not, be- I don't say, <laughs> cause clearly it's beneficial, but I mean like, was it, was it as triumphant as you, it could, you would expect it to be as far as dad. Yes. We're offline. We're having fun together. Right. Like this is everything I wanted.
1: Um, I think it, I think this particular game really hit, hit the nail on the head. Like they had fun with it. I could see their gaming skills come over into this and them getting excited about it. So I think that <laughs> yeah. does help, right? That's like cool. if you came in like fresh, I don't, i think it'd be a lot so i was excited and really like it was good to see that their thinking process like something that was Hmm. more silent in a video game they have to talk it out during this game so i see that process and we all kind of like again co-op together and figure it all out like as a puzzle so that was good to see and i and i enjoyed that and it yeah it was off screen and it kind of got them doing other things because i don't mind screen it's just don't do the same thing all the time like don't always do minecraft don't do always do terraria like Let's do some different things. There's other things out there, so it, it was a good, a good one to go into, and I think it really excited them. A good taste. Now, Dark
0: Souls might be up next. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it gives you the pathway to say, listen, look, look at this family offline family bonding we're doing. That's right. And the kids love Dark Souls, so if you <laughs> want to keep them offline, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. go ahead and buy this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hundred dollars' goods well spent. <laughs> yeah. We have to keep this up to date. Like it is, it's fascinating to see. I think when, when my kids get older and if we, I would certainly like to get into this. And I think if any gaming dads have similar experiences or other recommendations for other gaming dads for this type of offline gaming scenario, they kind of like to kind of like lean on our video game uh, experiences. We'd appreciate to hear it. So reach us at newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming now the <laughs> speaking of too deep of experiences uh-huh. and kind of in the world of D like apropos of nothing <laughs> i decided to start playing pillars of eternity what are you doing what, like, what am i thinking do? Joe? what <laughs> am i doing Were
1: you <laughs> like this? so like rant with like covid <laughs> got just... your brain in a
0: fog and you're like you know what pillars of eternity I have so much brain fog (laughs) that I decided to launch into a game that is utterly unfriendly to fathers. right. Uh, All right. So this game is awesome. So like, it's so much fun. It it hits so many kind of classic choose your own adventure, RPG, uh, you know, any like kind of the the thick fictions that you might've enjoyed as a kid. Yeah. So much of it. And the game mechanics are there. There's this amazing voice acting to it. The story's kind of cool. The the way it's all presented, it just hits, and it's got this charming isometric view that's very um, Diablo. It's very Diablo Diablo in its look, kind of thing. Yeah, Baldur's Gate Diablo it's excellent. Like, so it just hits all of these marks. And the thing that sort of you know worries me or kind of keeps me aloof or away from it would be, I know that this game is incredibly complicated. It's very difficult. Like, X, Y, Z, there's all these, like, barriers keeping you out of it, right? Yeah. Now, here's my kind of my thinking process, <laughs>
1: okay? <laughs> how do you convince yourself to get in here? So
0: what, what I'm trying to do, honestly, is as a gaming dad, my time for this is so restricted. I have so little time. But one part, what I wanted to do is just stop worrying so much or stop trying to overanalyze what I play, how I play it, what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I was curious about this game. I dipped my toe and tried it out. It just happens to be on Xbox Game Pass. Even better, it's streaming. So I'm streaming it on my phone while at night beside my wife or even just on my Xbox. I have not downloaded this thing to anywhere. That's perfect. That For works. free, no downloads, just able to play it. What, what I suppose I'm trying to do is just stop myself from stopping myself. Mm-hmm. Like, try it. See what it's like. Like, I understand that it's probably too deep and maybe like you won't be able to finish it. But don't. Limit yourself. Just like give it a shot, and lo and behold, it's awesome. Like I'm having such a great time. So I'm, I'm what I'm, I'm trying to prevent myself from ruining it for myself by overthinking how long it's going to be or any of those other things. Like just getting out of my own way. And like I've said before on this like very show, just just play the game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so not thinking too far in advance. Just really loving it. It is awesome. And it looks like I can change my. Uh, difficulty setting at any time so i'm all the way down to easy yeah there's one further down called story (laughs) story yeah (laughs) which i don't even know if it lets you battle (laughs) i hope it does because the battles
1: are cool (laughs) it just so just tells you which one to pick at any time like
0: no no no, you really want to do this action i I would hope that generally it'd be if it's i would hope that if it's story it lets you do the motions of the battle generally like you'll get hit and everything but ultimately it'd be Next to impossible for you to die. Yeah. yeah. That would would still be enjoyable for me. But so far it's easy. I'm going to try to give it a couple of runs, see how deep I can get into it.
1: Yeah. See, now I've played a little bit of this game, and -hmm. when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, God. What is Trevor getting into? Why would you do this? Um, it, It is everything that you said. So it is like this deep kind of Baldur's Gate, Diabolish, like, Isometric, awesome CRPG. I think that it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and writing is awesome. The characters yeah, are so cool.
1: <laughs> so well done. And the voiceover is great. And I just at about like three hours. I just fell off my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's n- nothing against the game or anything, but I am totally for any game that kind of like, you know, it turns that key for you where I, my game was Witcher three and I played that for 10 months. I know <laughs> I see, that's a <laughs> yeah. long time. Uh, but I fell into that world, right? And I just wanted to know everything about it and go through that world and just play it and not worry about, mm-hmm. like, there's a sense of FOMO, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. missing out on the new stuff that's coming out all the time. So just fall into the game, have fun. And with this kind of game, it's hard to put it down and jump into another game unless you have, like, notes. on like, where mm-hmm. am I going in this story?
0: Because... <laughs> How that? Now, now that i did like so again like there's some parts of it honestly that feel very friendly firstly the very big range of modes yeah so hardcore perma death all the way down to like story which is just like just play through have a great yeah. time yeah um the the quest log i found is awesome like it, it so very deeply tells you what you have to do like here are the active things you have to do yeah this is who you're doing it for and where you have to go. And it mentions the city. Like, this is the city you have to go to. Perfect. It's just like, check. This That is one of the greatest <laughs> underrated dad features of any game, it's just like the log. <laughs> this is who you have to do this for, what you have to do, and where you have to go. Yeah. It's so that much. I feel like there's a certain friendliness to that. We'll see where it gets to. Yeah. This thing has been like, I think this was a 2015 release. It's a while because there's already been a sequel. So I did see the two there's some part where was like, should I play the sequel? <laughs> but again, I'm into this one. I'll, I'll tell you one, one last thing that something I have not done as a gaming dad for a while is I'm just, I'm talking to all the characters and I'm going through all of their dialogue trees. Are you really? That They're is, so cool, man. The, like the stories, the voice acting is so phenomenal. Each, each one has this amazing story. And by the way, they can all die at any time. Yeah, <laughs> makes it interesting. Yeah. But the, the stories are rich. They're very different. Like, I like them. Like, I like all these characters. Nice. Like, it's like you are you are different than the other ones, and you are damn interesting, and I want to learn about it. So And again, because of all those factors, it's led me to the thing of, like, don't overthink it as a gaming dad. Just enjoy it and see where it takes you. And if you blow it off like Jeff and, uh, <laughs> in five more hours, so be it. But <laughs> just, you know, that same old gaming dad advice, just play the game
1: yeah i think the streaming helps with that too because i was at a computer and had to sit and like make Mm. space for it right yeah yeah if you could stream it for sure
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so it is it wherever i am with a browser like i can play this game boom so the and it's been kind of enjoyable despite the very tiny screen of my phone yeah well surprisingly mobile as far as working with my uh, backbone nice Keeps paying for itself, Jeff. We're I, to I am just saying, next yeah, up is Steam Deck. deck. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, now I need a Steam Deck, we're, right? We're building a case over the next year for us to buy Steam Decks. Yep. <laughs> With that, everybody, we'll wrap it up for the week. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you have recommendations for a tabletop that worked really well for your family and with your kids, we'd love to hear about that. If you have your own horror stories with Pillars of Eternity (laughs) or other similar game that you kind of overcame yourself and just let yourself play, we love to hear all these stories. As we say every week, interacting with other gaming dads is one of the best parts of the show by far. So that's at our website, newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming. If you like the show, what, what really, really helps us out is if you subscribe. So if you go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major podca- uh, podcast apps, and subscribe to the show, really helps boost the signal to other gaming dads. What helps even further, if you're willing, is leaving a comment and a rating. That lets other dads know that you like it, and even better, if you have something you'd like to promote on the show, something to mention, leave a rating, and just reach out to us, we'd love to do so. Get it out to all the other gaming dads who are listening. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next week, my name is Trevor and I have a six year old and a four year old. And I'm Jeff. I have
1: an eleven year old, an eight year old, and play the support class in Gloomhaven.
0: <laughs> Lame. <laughs> just remember, just because you became a dad doesn't mean it's game over.